For over six years, The Past and the Curious has been winning fans, sharing stories of real people from the past, and making people smile. I'm Mick Sullivan, author of I See Lincoln's Underpants, which is a book about, well, famous people's underwear. You'll find all of those stories and much, much more in the 100-plus episodes of The Past and the Curious that are currently available. Find it in all the usual podcast places. The Past and the Curious with Mick Sullivan. That's me. kids. Happy Lunar New Year. Thanks for joining us today on another episode of Culture Kids Podcast. I am your host, Kristen, along with my son, Asher. We are very excited because Lunar New Year is one of our family's favorite holidays and it's celebrated this weekend. Our family is Korean American and in Korea, we call this holiday Seollal. Even though we call it so let the rest of the world calls it Lunar New Year. Oh, yes. Many other countries celebrate this holiday too. Some of these countries include Vietnam, Singapore, Taiwan, Hong Kong, China, Malaysia, Thailand, and more. Each country celebrates the Lunar New Year differently in different colors and different decorations. So not every country celebrates the Lunar New Year together at the same time. For example, in South Korea, the celebrations occur mostly in three days. But in China, the celebrations can last up to 15 days. Wow. But even though every country celebrates the holiday differently, those celebrating Lunar New Year consider it a time to spend time with family. And of course, like every holiday in every culture around the world, Eating good food. <clears throat> Today, we're going to learn about how Koreans celebrate Lunar New Year. Our family is Korean American, which means I was born and raised in Korea, but immigrated to the United States when I was young. I love both countries and celebrate American and Korean holidays both. In Korea, Lunar New Year is one of the most important holidays. We call it Solal. And my favorite part, we get to wear hanbok. That's right. Hanbok is a traditional attire with its origins tracing back as early as 4th century BC. It captures the richness of Korean cultural heritage. And nowadays, it is worn on special occasions such as Solal, Lunar New Year, or Korean New Year birthdays and weddings and more. Hanbok for male and female comes in two pieces. For women, the lower part is called a chima, which is a big, big skirt that is kind of shaped and have fat leather That's actually a good way to put it, Asher. The top is called chogori, which is a blouse-like jacket with two long pieces tied in the front into a half bow. When worn together, the slim top and wide bottom creates a shape just like a bell. A unique feature of the hanbok that makes it different from the other traditional attires. And when the family gets together wearing hanbok, we eat a traditional dish called takgok. It 
rice cake soup and it's so delicious. Duck means rice cake and cook means soup. Hmm, I see. So historically, nobody knows for sure exactly how tteokguk became a traditional Korean food to eat on New Year's Day. But traditionally, rice cakes were not commonly eaten because rice cakes were very scarce in the past. Koreans only ate rice cakes on special occasions such as birthdays and holidays. Maybe that is why tteokguk became a treat to eat on special days like Solal. It is also believed that the white duck represents purity and cleanliness, which symbolizes a fresh start to the new year. The round coin shape of the rice cakes represents Korea's old coins called yopjam. This is believed to symbolize luck and prosperity. So that makes sense to eat it on New Year's Day. Fresh new start with luck and prosperity. One of the most important things that happens on Lunar New Year in Korea is that everyone in the whole country becomes a year older. Wow! Groovy, man! So in Korea, instead of becoming a year older on your birthday, you get a year older on New Year's Day! And you become a year older only after you have finished a bowl of tteokguk. So, a person is one year old as soon as they are born in Korea. And become a year older on New Year's Day. Well, how about that? So if a baby is born on December 31st, they would be considered two years, which is only a few weeks away. That's wild. For Koreans living in America, when they ask you your age, they ask by, how old are you in Korean age? You are always older in Korea than you are in America. Confuses me time to time. In the United States, I'm five years old. But in Korea, after this Lunar New Year, I am seven years old. Yay! Let's learn about some important traditions and games we do on Lunar New Year in Korea. Sebe is the most important thing to do for Lunar New Year. Traditions. Sebe is the act of kneeling on the ground and bowing so that your hands are also on the ground. This tradition is always done by the younger people to their elders to wish them a happy new year. This traditional bow shows respect. And after you bow, you get money! So that's my favorite part. Yay! Okay. So maybe that's not the most important thing about Lunar New Year, but you also receive words of wisdom and blessing from your elders. And money is given in a white envelope. Yep. In Chinese traditions, money is usually given in a red envelope, which signifies luck. We don't do this in our family, but some Korean families also sebe to ancestors that passed away. 
Yes, this is a tradition called chare, where families set up a low table with food and drinks to offer to the spirits of the ancestors. This practice is pretty common in Korea, but not all families partake in this tradition for personal or religious reasons. It depends on your family's belief of what happens to spirits in the afterlife. Oh yeah! My favorite game is also Yunnori. Yunnori is a traditional Korean name that is often played during Lunar New Year. It is played with four wooden sticks, which acts like a dice. The team throws the four wooden sticks into the air and moves their pieces based on how the sticks land. The first to move all tokens around the board wins. Unity is based on the Korean people's understanding of the universe and astronomy from a long time ago. Yes, and it can also get pretty competitive. When I was growing up in Korea, the grown-ups would create lots of noise and shout while throwing the wooden sticks in the air in the hopes of the sticks landing in a good combination. It's a great way to bring the family together. This year, we did Sebe with our family and friends, and I got a lot of money. (laughs) Asher, what do you want to do with the money? Wait. (laughs) What are you waiting for? So when I was grown up, I could get... A car, a house, and lots and lots of toys. (laughs) Well, you are welcome to use the money that you receive from Sebe for anything that you want. Yes! So what's Korea like during the three days of Lunar New Year? Just like the holiday season here in the United States, most stores or restaurants remain closed during this time. But amusement parks, museums, or aquariums remain open, so lots of families take this opportunity to spend quality time to do fun stuff together. But after the celebrations, right? Like sebe and eating dakko. Yep. And as a side note to our listeners, if you ever have a chance to visit Korea, there are lots of hanbok rental shops you can visit, and you can also take cool traditional photos while walking around the Korean palace. We recently visited Korea last month and rented hanboks and took lots of fun pictures. Yep, and anyone and everyone can try on a hanbok and wear it as long as they like. It does not represent any kind of religion or political parties. Personally, it brings a lot of warmth and joy into my heart seeing people of different cultures wear a hanbok. Are there any rules to wearing a hanbok? Well, I wouldn't say there are rules, maybe more guidelines. For example, undergarments are mostly worn inside your hanbok because the fabric can be kind of itchy. And because the hanbok is usually very loose, it can get quite cold during the wintertime. I wore jeans under my chima because it was so cold. And there is a specific way to tie the bow in front of the women's chogori, which is the blouse that you wear on top. It's a bit of a challenge, so if you're renting a hanbok, make sure to ask the owners how to properly tie the half bow. Got it. And lastly, if you're wearing a hanbok, the neck and shoulder lines should be visible. Most women tie their hair back into a low bun, do a braid, or tie it half up and half down. Please visit our Instagram or Facebook page at Culture Kids Podcast to view some photos of how our family spent our Lunar New Year. 
Let's end our episode with some jokes as we always do. Can I go first? Sure. Why should you put your new calendar in the freezer? Why? To start off the new year in a cool way. <laughs> okay, my turn. Knock knock. Another knock knock joke. Who's there? Wait. Wahoo! What are you so excited about? <laughs> well, that's all we have for today. Thank you so much for joining in on another fun episode of Culture Kids Podcast. Please don't forget to hit subscribe and let us know what you want to learn about next. And as always, stay adventurous and stay curious. Tebok mani baduseyo. And that means may you receive lots of blessings this upcoming new year in Korean. Sebuk mani paduseya. all been there. You're standing in a museum staring at a painting and all you can think is, I don't get it. To me, knowing the story behind an artwork is a huge part of knowing how to look at it. I'm Amanda, the host of the Art of History podcast, where we view history through the lens of some really great works of art. Each episode, we dive deep into the bigger picture behind some familiar and maybe not so familiar pieces. Check out Art of History now wherever you get your podcasts.